Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey Kirk, how are you, man? Hey, good. How you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm good, man. Awesome, man. The um, the buzz behind this album is just incredible. Of course, that's a new Crowbar album, Zero and Below, and that's out on March 4, and man, it's one of the heaviest damn things I've ever heard. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't expect anything less from you, actually. No, thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't want to give anything less, but uh, yeah, we're, we're really, really pumped and, and excited with the, with the record. Uh, you know, we, we, we actually finished it up two years ago, and I mean, you know, people are a lot of a lot of uh, journalists have been asking, you know, did you write it during the pan? I'm like, no, it was signed, sealed, delivered, mixed, mastered, turned into the label, you know, done, ready, ready to roll. And uh, you know, we just kept pushing it back and back and back, and we finally said, you know what? Let's just wait until we can get on on tour and support this thing uh, correctly. So, you know, uh, it, you know, uh, the buzz has been great, and that that only pumps us up even more. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that would have been frustrating, though, knowing that it was done and it got pushed back, you know, it, and it was just waiting for the world, hey? Yeah, I mean, two two years, you know, I mean, and unfortunately, we really weren't able to do much. I mean, a few, you know, live streams, a few local shows, and a few mm. things went down, and that was really it for two years, so, uh, you know, it's time to get to work. Absolutely. And you, you, you've you been hitting the gym and everything, too. I've been seeing that online. You, you seemed like you're doing really well, man. Yeah, man, thank you. I mean, this last week or so has been a little rough. I kind of, one of our dogs, who's like a sweet as can be, but he's a big boy, a 100-pound Doberman uh, male. He he accidentally kind of knocked me into a piece of furniture and, like, across the middle of both thighs, it it just feels like I got hit with a fucking, you know, uh, know, um, metal pipe or something. Uh, And I'm just like, geez, it was an accident, you know. This but uh, but anyway, that's been kind of bothering me. So I kind of been down, slackish the last. And I guess it happened earlier this week. A little slackish this week, but I'll I'll be back. I'll be. I'll, I'm planning on hitting there early, early in the morning. So, uh, you know, but yeah, in general, I've done you know a, a, a nice transformation, a lot of a lot of you know changes. Uh, you know, personally uh, with eating and exercising, all my and it's been you know really positive. That's awesome to hear, man. I'm about to uh, hit that journey myself. <laughs> My wife's been doing it for the yeah, last couple of years. Yeah, I'll tell you what. When, when, when it bites you, you know, you, and you, and, you know, it's got a hold of you, man. It, it, it's an addiction, you know, but a good one. You know, it, it really is. That's awesome. I enjoy it. That's awesome. But uh, in, in regards to the album, do you think it would have turned out differently if it was written after everything happened in 2020? I mean, maybe lyrically I would have approached some of it a bit different, but... I mean, Crowbar is kind of, 
you know, crowbar. And I mean, you know, we, we had a, a vision of what we wanted to do with it and which was bringing, you know, some more doom elements and, uh, you know, just a few, we always try to bring a few, few new elements in, but, you know, so yeah, I, I really feel like we definitely succeeded in bringing in some doom stuff, uh, that we hadn't really touched upon in quite some, some time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it would, you know, with that, you know, I, I mean, I think musically it would have pretty much been the same thing. I might have, I probably would have approached it, but I would have at least had a song or something, you know, kind of directed toward the, you know, maybe even more than one, you know, lyrically directed toward the whole, uh, the whole lockdown crap, but, um, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, we're at least here in the U S it's, it's, you know, they're, it's, they're, they're kind of, I mean, they, they really have two choices, which is just, you know, ruin the country even more and continue, you know, with the, with the whole lockdown thing yeah. and, and, you know, or, or just say, look, it's here. It's here to stay. You know, go get, your, go get your vaccinations. I mean, like, you know, I've been double vaccinated in the July. Um, and I I caught COVID uh, in November on a short tour we did. So did my drummer, who was fully vaccinated. My wife's fully vaccinated. She didn't get it, which was kind of strange because I got it. <clears throat> but uh, she she got wise real quickly. Thank God we got it at the end of the tour. So we had to play one show sick. But we did. We thought it was a flu. We're like, well, dude, we probably just have the flu. You know, we're fully vaccinated, whatever. Mm. So we come home and he, te- he texts a photo of his test mm. saying he's positive. So my wife probably didn't uh, keep a test around and gave me one. And sure enough, I was positive. And I went to the uh, pharmacy to make sure, you know, the, the true positive. But uh, you know, I, I knew it was just the way I felt. But, you know, and in, in general, uh, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, all you can do is take the precautions you can take. I mean, they, they can't, you know. I mean, they can do what they want to do the document, and they do, but, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, I think a lot of things have changed, maybe, for the better, you know, I mean, people, I mean, you know, being more conscious of uh, wearing masks and social distancing. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, why, why does it take, you know, a lockdown to make people fucking use hand sanitizer if there's no uh, soap and water, you know, <laughs> around to keep your hands clean? Whoever thought it was a great idea, you know, to keep your hands dirty, but it does, of course, you know, build immunity. And yeah, then, yeah. You know, there's a million different ways of looking at it, but, you know, bottom line is, it, it is what it is. You know, I, I, I'm one of those guys, I, I don't even not think about yesterday. I just I'll look at today and I'll look at, at the future and that's all I can do. And that's, that's it. And that's another thing about the album as well is, uh, it even though it's two years since since it was uh, written and everything recorded, it still sounds really fresh. Like it, I guess that's probably why you've been getting so many people asking if it was written during the pandemic because it sounds like it was. You know, it, you haven't missed a beat. Oh well, that thanks. I mean, you know, and it's, for us too, it's like you know, we we actually if we really wanted, and so we could have changed things. You know, I mean, if we you know mm. we could have been like, uh, you know. I don't really care for this song or I want to change, you know, uh, I want to remix it. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to change lyrics. Any, anything. And then we probably could have, could have done that. And we just, you know, we all kind of, you know, on our own during the whole lockdown, you know, listened to it quite a bit. Uh, I mean, literally during the lockdown thing, I mean, a lot of times I would just, I would grab like, you know, a couple of beers and go sit in the car and, and, and pop my CD in. 
a burn copy, you know, the number yeah, yeah. real copy. And my old, old school car, and uh, I just cranked that fucking thing up, you know, <laughs> listen to the whole thing from front to back, and just kind of chill and sit back and, and absorb it, you know. And I was like, this is great. You know, I, I love it. I mean, I, we all feel the same way. We were really genius. Uh, you know, we're luck, lucky in that sense that we, uh, we probably had a chance to do what most bands mm-hmm. never do get a chance uh, to do, which is change things. And we said, nah, we love it like it is. <clears throat> That's it, man, and it's I, I can't I can't fault it. There's a song um, on here, "Bleeding from Every Hole," which sounds like uh, a death metal title, but lyrically, uh, it's it's not quite what it seems on the surface. You know, with the words, you know, "learning to live again," "bleeding from every hole," "purity in my soul." To me, that sounds like a song of hope. You know, was that was that the angle for this one? You know, what's what's the story behind it? Yeah, I mean, I, I I normally tell people that you know, really, I, I just write down a lot of thoughts, mm. like just like one liners, I call them, or just like a phrase. And I'm like I came up with the title "Bleeding from Every Hole." I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty fucking heavy sound, <laughs> and it's not to be taken uh, literally. I mean, I write a lot of metaphors. It's just you know, yeah, uh, metaphorically speaking, you know, like you know, you. are so in such a dark place that you're bleeding from every fucking hole, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, it, uh, I, I, I really think as I get older, you know, I, I, I've tried to, uh, to, to, to make a conscious effort lyrically to, uh, you know, to, 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 to write. I mean, when you hear the song title, bleeding from every hole, you hear the music to the song, the aggression, I mean, it's a heavy fucking song, you know, but <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean that there still can't be a, a light at the end of the tunnel, you know, or, uh, you know, if, if you uh, change the dark path, you're down, uh, you know, there, there, you, there's still hope, you know, and I, I think that, that that's important, uh, you know, for me to, to throw that in, you know, because I mean, a lot of people listen to this stuff and, and you know, they tell me, they tell me how much it helps in through dark periods in their life, and that's such a, such a great home feeling at the same time i'm like you know what if, what if i'm telling people to kill themselves or something if there's no hope you know, I, mean, I can't do that you know? no, no, no. Uh, <clears throat> so i you know i mean that, that that's a terrible thing that to, to to say and to think about so you know for me yeah i definitely definitely think that um you know just giving it that light at the end of the tunnel i like to call it uh lyrically that regardless of how dark you know uh a lot of the lyrics maybe you just still gotta have that uh, and I think that's that's important to me, and I think it's important to the fans. Absolutely, absolutely, it's so damn heavy. But you know, there are those messages in there, and I think you find the the perfect balance, and and just love it. But uh, oh, well, thank you. Last year was the thirtieth anniversary of uh, obedience obedience through suffering. Um, despite everything happening, did you find time to celebrate that milestone personally? Uh, not really. <laughs> Um, you know, it just all of a sudden hit, like uh, somebody posted something and I'm like, Jesus, it's stopped 30 years already. Um, you know, I mean, you kind of get lost in, 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 uh, in, in, in everything a bit, you know, it, mm. I mean, I mean, for me, you know, I always say it, it's true. I mean, you know, family is law, life comes first, you know, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, a, a kid in my twenties living at home at my mom's house. You know, just work, working odd jobs for beer money and pizza, and uh, you know, and, and just you know, gas money to make it to band rehearsal every night. It's like you know, I have a family and, and responsibility, and, 
and that doesn't take that has nothing to do with my love for music or mm. uh, my love for heavy music or you know or anything anything like that. It's just it's life, you know, it's what it is. Um, you know, so I mean, um, just for me, you know, that, that that's what it, it's, it's all about. It's just uh, you know, you you, you kind of you know, you kind of just. I mean, I mean, I think I think all of us guys in my age group, and I'm almost 57 years old. Um, you know, all the guys in our 50s, and you know, some of us like me getting a little closer to 60s. I just, I just think we just, you know, we we take a different approach uh, to, to everything, mm. and uh, you know, but you know, what keeps what keeps us in in it is uh, that undying love for music and writing riffs and writing, you know, every, every stuff in this, in this jam. Absolutely. 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 Well, I'm, now I'm sure you've been asked this a million times over the years. It's been mentioned, but down here in Australia, we, it, it, things worked a little different. We didn't have as much exposure to music um, as, as I guess what you guys had over there. But uh, back in the day, I discovered a lot of bands through Beavers and Butthead and I discovered Crowbar through Beavis and Butthead. So that was that was a massive thing for me down here. That's, you know, that, that was what we had. But do you, uh, did you see that as sort of like a moment in the career? You know, did you see a global fan base sort of jump from that? I mean, I would have to say yes in the sense that, you know, uh, when I'm on tour... You know, so if I'm, you know, by the merchandise, you know, area or something, hanging out in my life, uh, you know, so many people are like, man, you know, I remember the first time I saw you on Beavis and Butter, and I'm like, you know, and this happens almost nightly. So, <laughs> yeah, I would have to say that it did. I mean, it really helped with it, put, at least put the name on the map where people heard the name Crowbar, you know, because I mean, Beavis and Butter was, was such a, such a huge uh, hit, mm. hit show. Um, you know, I think that, you know, it, I, I'd be, I'd be lying if I didn't say it. It, it had a lot of impact, at least with, with putting the name Crowbar out there for people. Uh, you know, where I said, I've heard of that. You know, they, they see a shirt or they hear the name mentioned. <laughs> and they might not even realize immediately where they heard it from, but, you know, probably would be just about it. So <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, you probably hear it all the time. But, you know, it was a special thing for us down here. You know, that's how. We, we used to try and just discover bands however we could before the internet, kids. You hear that out there? We didn't have the internet back then. But, um, right, right. <laughs> uh, also, can you give us an update on um, Down? What's happening with Down? Oh, we've got some shows coming up in May and hopefully uh, some a few things in Europe, a few festivals in June. Uh, and uh, we're kind of working on a six-song uh, it's a it's a cover song EP, but it's it's six obscure songs that uh, we kind of want to redo in down style and um and kind of make them our own songs. Um, there's no actual talk right this moment of down material, but um for now you know we'd at least like to do that. But uh, we just enjoy at least getting to play, you know, play some shows, mm-hmm. play some festivals, play some shows here and there, and uh, just jam together, you know, because everybody's got. You know, Down kind of came full circle, and it's, it's really back to being a side project for everyone uh, because everyone has so much going on yeah, with course. their other band, you know. So, uh, and that's how we started out. And at some point, you know, for for a long period of time, Down was our main focus, and it worked, you know. But I mean, 
things happen and things have kind of come full circle back to where, you know, I, I find that, you know, I just, I, I love them when we get together and, and we rehearse and we're, we're able to do shows. You know, I love it. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's working. I mean, the way it is, and, and, and I love it. That's awesome. Makes it special when you get those champs and hangs, hey? Hangs with the boys. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> I mean, instead of looking at, uh, you know, uh, seven months of touring and, you know, or looking at an, an itinerary book and, and going, oh, my God, you know, we still got, you know, X number of shows left and mm. blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like I can get excited, like, wow, you know, we start rehearsal next week. I can't wait. Let me go with the songs, make sure I got get my chops up and, you know, let's get a rehe- rehearsal schedule going and get in there and do this, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you you hit in the road with Sepultura, uh, which I would love to see that down here. Do you reckon there'd be any chance of uh, that tour coming down under? Uh, you never know. I mean, we're scheduled to do it in um, in Europe and the UK in the fall of this year of twenty twenty two. But mm. you know, I mean that. We're hoping, you know, uh, we're, we're being uh, cautiously optimistic, but, you know, there's, there's no guarantees, but we hope that, that that still still happens, you know, and we're able to do it. Man, that'd be awesome. I, you know, even without Seps, I mean, I love Seps, but I'd just love to see Crowbar down here, you know. I, I've actually never seen Crowbar, so I mean, it's on my bucket list. You know, I mean, you've toured here before. Wow, um, uh, we've only been once. I went with Kingdom of Sorrow once and we down. Mm. Twice and uh, uh, Crowbar's been, been one time. In fact, the last thing, the last shows we did prior to the, the COVID lockdown were in early December 2019. And, and uh, we did, we did Brisbane, Sydney, and uh, and Melbourne. Yeah. And then. That's it. We came home, and next thing you know, you know, we're getting ready for the Sepulchre tour in 2020. In 2020, and boom, there we go. Lockdown, uh, the rest is history. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy times. Well, I definitely hope we can uh, see you again very, very soon. Uh, the new Crowbar album, Zero and Below, is out on March 4. I love the shit out of it. It's fucking amazing. And we'll have all the links down here in the show notes. Oh, thanks so much, man. Oh, man. Have thank you. St- thank you. I, I appreciate the support. Oh, of course, man. Always, always. Hey, take care of yourself, brother. I've got a beer here. I'm going to, you can't hear it, but well, maybe. I'm cheersing you now. Yeah, I, I heard something. So, <laughs> but, uh, well, I barely heard it just due to my hearing, though. You know, hearing loss. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, yeah, have a great, a great uh, Saturday there. And I'll, I'll do my best to have a good Friday night. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 